Welcome back, Stack Attack Squad, to the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. Yo, baby, yo, here we go. Let's start the show. It's the Stack Attack <laughs> Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella, and with me, as always, my brother from another mother, it's Trey Ooh. Randy, ladies and gentlemen. Or wow. what should I say, lady and gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> we are we are live. Holy cow! Yeah, we're live, bro. It's been a while. It's been uh, several well, several months. Well, my my we daughter is this. my daughter is six months, and we haven't been on since that. So it's been at least six months. So it's uh, good to be back. Is she one of our two live viewers right now? We actually have two live viewers. All right, yeah. both of our, hey, hello, wives. How are we doing today? <laughs> um, we got good wives, dude. So what's going on with you? Uh, I, I don't know, man. Not too much. Uh, I struggled. I didn't know what buttons to push here and everything. I was worried that I was going to accidentally, like, you know, send my, like, camera roll live on air or something. But I, I, I think I pushed the right buttons. We, no. we got we got some nice uh, nice tunes in the background there to keep the mood up a little bit, just in case we uh, forget what we're saying or talking about. Listen to some of Trevor's tunes in the back, all right? So what's good with you, man? You're just just getting, getting six months older. Anything going on with you? <laughs> well, getting older, you have a, a lot of things that change. And I did a lot of research before I came on this podcast. Not baseball research, but I did some other research. All right, so I, I'm, you know, I'm a little younger than you, but i you know getting pushed from my family to get a colonoscopy. So I went for a colonoscopy. Okay, so, you know, just I know she's listening, but it's the last time I'm going. I ain't going again. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that. I asked probably 100 people, and I am the first person ever to wake up in the middle of a colonoscopy. <laughs> You're laughing, bro. You're laughing. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I felt like my ass was like this. <laughs> and as it's going, I'm looking around. I wake up, and I'm like, am I supposed to be awake? And he's like, no. I was like, what's going on he goes do you feel that i'm like yeah i feel like i'm in prison and i'm getting blasted from behind and i had everybody in the room laughing as all you hear is that just slapping my ass so as it goes i'm like freaking hey, out i'm like working on the table huh i'm like i'm like i was like oh, he's, he's we like, dropped down a viewer man somebody uh, doesn't want to so, hear about your ass anymore <laughs> that's all it took so then i'm like I'm like, I, I can't believe this is happening. He goes, oh, he's almost done. I was like, yeah, that's what guy in jail said. And it was hilarious. <laughs> I had them laughing, but yeah, I ain't going back. Um, <laughs> yo, so I, I'm not a virgin anymore. It's over. And uh, it was the worst experience ever. So I think I'm going to be a, a born-again virgin. There you go. All right. All right. <laughs> Take something away out of it. All right. That works, works for me. All right. Well, you know, it's been a while since we got together. And, uh, you know, we were actually going to start back up with – 2023 doing some position um position uh previews etc next week but we're like how the hell we're not doing anything tonight let's hop on so this is a little unscripted uh it's very unscripted and we're just going to chat some baseball well what was the reason what's the reason why we decided to jump on well big day i mean tomorrow's tgfbi and you have to have an active podcast (laughs) or or writing and and um Oh god, we haven't been active. So, <laughs> our one viewer just said, "I'm going back in five years." <laughs> uh, so, uh oh, you're in trouble. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, obviously, this is a, a bigger thing that we got to discuss because obviously, uh, you're picking first. I'm picking sixth. Uh, Nick will be joining us in a couple minutes. He's picking eleventh, and my buddy Jerry's picking fifteenth. So, between that, we have all aspects of the the first round that we're going to be trying to look at. So. Uh, so, so you doing a big uh, fifteen teamer, right, with the uh, the great Lenny Melnick? Yeah, I am. Um, I I actually I think I, I think it was the nine slot on that. Um, so explain that the explain the fifteen because fifteen is ridiculous. It's rough. It gets bleak very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These fifteen team league, leagues are, you know, you need to know the player pool and you have to have a plan for every single position. All the way down the line, like like if if you if you aren't organized, you're 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 gonna pay. You know, most people in their home leagues, they're usually twelve teams, ten teams, sometimes fifteen. I mean, we've played in 
30 teamers and 20, 20 teamers, et cetera. And everything is its own unique entity, but you know, 15 team is pretty, pretty common and it's, it's legit hard. If you don't know what you're doing, you have to be able to navigate through that, that player pool. I, I think I was ninth and it was pretty cool because me and you actually had a conversation, uh, that morning and i'm like dude this stuff with jordan alvarez's hand i i think he's a second rounder for me now and i i you know i i was looking at him at on, on the turn of 14 15 uh a lot and i'm like i think he's dropping into second round for me so i you know in that that league i was i picked ninth i ended up with bobby witt and then i got jordan alvarez in the second so i wow. freaking love that i love that i made some more i made some mistakes through the rest of the draft but you know one of the things, you know, let's talk about it off the top. What are you doing with closers, man? Like, well, expect, not not in an auction. That that's that's fairly easy. It's e- easy to make a plan and, and execute it. But we're seeing closers going as high as the first round now. You know, especially TGFBI. It's it's a league that has an overall component. So if you don't have the saves, you have no shot at the yeah. overall. Uh, so what are you doing? I I mean I, I I've done. In draft so far, I've done two different strategies. Uh, that that league, that fifteen teamer with Lenny, I took uh, I took Class A, and then I took uh, Devin Williams. I think in the ninth, so the fifth in the ninth, which uh-huh. I was pretty happy with both of those values, and I'm set. And I'll probably add a third to that, you know. But then in our home league, I I have uh, Alexis Diaz and 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 Finnegan as keepers, and I might just be okay with that and just work work the the fab afterwards. So what, what's your favorite strategy for closers going into this? Season? Well, well, you said that you got class a, class a in the fifth. I believe it was the fifth. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's, it's one of Lenny's home leagues. So it's not, it's not a, a league with a overall component. You know, some of these guys are pretty sharp. Some of them are, uh, you know, dull knives. So it, it, I, I don't think that's going to happen in TGFBI. I could, I could easily see, uh, Edwin Diaz going, you know, as, as early as the first round. That's crazy. I you know. So obviously, uh, when the day before the draft, obviously we are all trying, well, most of us are trying to place in the overall standings. Obviously, that's how you get your name out there, how you make some, some crazy things um, happen. So I need to draft closers. I'm not going to draft in the first two rounds. Definitely not. I mean... I, I have a list of closers. I, I want to get one that I trust and then maybe take some shots on some other guys. I have a, a good feel on some really, really uh, deep sleepers. How many rounds is that TGA, FBI? 30. 30. Okay. okay. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of you, – you have to dominate the, the waiver wire. That's what you have to do. Right. Um, well, and, and in this scenario, when you're, when you're drafting this early in the season – uh, you know, it's it's still February as we're as we're recording this right now. Um, you, you take all those seven bench spots, and I think you, unless there's a player you really want on your team, the best way to to use those spots right now is to go after prospective closers. And if they, you know, if you don't see something after a week or two with them, then they're just they're just waiver fodder, and you pick somebody else up, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a, that's a good way. There's plenty of candidates out there too. So, but I, I mean, but if if you're saying you definitely want saves right now in the NFBC, Diaz and Classe are both going towards the back of the second round, and like I said, no, the middle of the second round, um, with with Diaz twenty uh, first overall in ADP. Wow, and then and then Haters going in the early third. I I can see all three of these guys being off the board by the end of the second round. And I, yeah. I'm tell, I'm telling you, you're going to see, you're, you're going to be, see several people taking Edwin Diaz at the, at the, the turn somewhere either, either 14th or 15th overall, it's going to happen. So if you're saying you need saves and these guys are off the board, I mean, it, it's basically now, now you're going for uh Romano in the, in, in the third or fourth round, or you're just kind of punting, right? Yeah, you can't you can't punt, but you, you know you have to take somebody who you feel good about. I mean, last year when I was doing this, there was eight guys I loved, and I wanted to make sure I got one of those guys 
because you know it's very hard to trust a closer. So um, I liked eight guys, and I was going to make sure I got one of them. So I will uh, try to do that this year. All right. So, so do you have anybody that might be a quote unquote target? Off the top of my head, I, I mean, yeah, run, it, run the it, board it, and it, let it, it let it fall. Yeah, I mean, you got you know people are saying you know there's always there's at, at least one or two people on every team basically that can uh, take saves away. They're they're starting to hype up uh, a role to Chapman now in, in Kansas City, which I want no part of. Right. One of the bullpens that intrigues me, and I think that there's there, there's an opportunity for a, a, a basically a free closer there if you choose the right one, is the Cubs. You know, I I, I think that the uh, I I think that Fulmer will probably be the one that people kind of fall on as as the veteran with experience that has done the job before. Uh, you know, he's new to the team this year, but. There's a young guy and a veteran that I like a little bit more. I'm, I'm kind of interested in Boxberger. I, 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 he's been successful in the role before. I think he's like 34 years old, so he's been around the block quite a bit. Um, and he could hit land the job, and you could get him for practically free, you know, round 30 or something like that. But what about what about Albert Azale? Uh, you know, they, they transitioned him to the bullpen. I, yeah. I really think that he's got the kind of arm. That if he got the opportunity, they may actually like just let him run away with the job. Yeah, he, he definitely has a live arm. Uh, he was a top prospect for a couple of years, and he definitely uh, found his way in the bullpen now. And I think he's a nice live arm. So, yeah. So I, I really wouldn't mind in a deep, deep league, maybe taking your last two picks and, and stealing these two guys. You know, because last year, last year everybody was all up on Rowan Wick, and damn, if he he made have had what three saves all season, something like that. So, I I don't think he's an option. Um, you know, our our old boy that we used to love, Merriweather's over there now, but I I, I might actually look at doing that, going uh going with Azale and and uh and Boxberger deep at the end. Well, you have to realize that half the people. In our leagues, like we have, there he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. baby's okay. out. Hey. <laughs> back, going in the laundry room. Jo- back in the laundry room. And there's yeah. an upgrade. I'm on a bike right now. I'm what? getting a workout in. Are you exercising? I am exercising. Dude, I thought it was just your screen that was going side to side. I was like, yo, I drank a lot too, a little too much here. Too much. <laughs> All right, I gotta um, get it in. This is where we're at in life, uh, lady, 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 and gentlemen. Uh, we have two we, people watching. Yeah, no, we were we peaked at five, and then Andy told the story about his colonoscopy, and we went down to two, and we're back up to four. So, but one of them is his son. Oh, my son! <laughs> yeah, nice. he's, he's talking in the comments. He's enjoying it. So. Hey, somebody likes me. <laughs> so That's awesome. that that is awesome. So, though, like Francis, like you know, you have to realize that we're in all these leagues with these. Uh, uh, top guys like in all these other websites, they're they're thinking the same thing we are using their picks to grab closers to to avoid paying for using their fab up. And you know, I got a monster crew in my in my uh, league. I'm yeah, you you got the league of death. I yeah. I usually get the league of death. This is the first time mm. between uh, TGFBI and, and uh, Raz that I didn't play against Eno Saros. <laughs> now you got him. <laughs> Like and you got a uh, Ronis. Ronis. Right? I got uh, CBS. I got uh, Mendelson. I got Scott White. Uh, there's a couple other guys in there too. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Yeah. But like, that. like, like, what do you think about the Mariners? Like, who are you taking? Munoz or Seawolf? Seawolf. Uh, uh, oof, that's scary. You gotta be kidding me. I love Munoz. He's, awesome. he's, awesome. he's the best freaking relief pitcher in baseball. He's a monster. Yep. What he did last year, he's a monster. And that was my guy. I had him last year. That was my guy before he did this. He's right. like one. He's one forty-five right now in the, the ADP rankings. Yeah, but you know they, they moved Matt Brash to the to the bullpen, and he's got oh. the kind of arm that could fit there. <laughs> and, and and Diego Castillo has experience in the role. You know, he's still there. Good for him. It, it's it's the same. Crap, Tampa, man. but he is a lefty. You know how teams like to use lefties. Yeah. 
There's not many lefty closers out there. Matt Brash, I, I mean, I was his big, biggest fan last year, and they flopped. I remember me and you driving home from one of our leagues, and he was just lighting people up on, on – we were listening to spring training baseball. He was striking everybody out. Yeah, I so, remember that. That was crazy. He flopped big time, but uh, he actually went to uh, uh, the clinic. What was that for thing? The line drive? Drive line, drive line. Yeah, drive line. And uh, he's worked on a cutter, so now the hype is there again as spring is here. All right. So, But there's a lot of bullpens just like that with Seattle where they have literally four lights-out arms. And on on a given day, it's going to be a matchup situation. Who's fresh? Whose stuff's looking good in the bullpen that day? You know, it's what? it's so it's so hard. And I don't know what your wife's talking about right there. What are you talking about? My head. Why is my wife talking about? She was talking about this. What's she talking about? Head. Let's hope she's talking about Brad Hand. That's all right. That's all. Those are in the other room, bro. Make me feel very uncomfortable right now. My son is in the other room. Stop it. Andy needs to leave. <laughs> all good. All good. Because yeah. Nick is freaking me out, man, because he just keeps on going back. Like, stop. Like, dude, this like is time burn. management at its greatest, man. It this absolutely is. is. This I man is, my is podcasting right and on his, on his exercise bike at the same time. And this is what, ladies and gentlemen, or lady and gentlemen, having twin twin uh, infants will do to you. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. nice. See the bags? All right. So anyway, let's let let's talk about uh, our, our our basic draft plan with TGFBI. I got the one on one in mind. There's Ooh. no surprise. Uh, I, I I did put that as my first choice in KDS, and it it's not because I had to have Trey Turner, who is my my guy. And you know, if if anything happens to him, I'm screwed because I have like 75 percent share of him. The, the thing is, I just like what is going to be there at the back of the second round and into the, and the third. Like, I could potentially put Hader and McClanahan with this guy, right? And then I'm, I'm kind of set, right? Yeah. Is there a better way to set yourself up for the overall than to start with batting average with steals that also hits home runs? Five tool. A top, a top end closer and an ace, like. I, I don't really think of a better way that I, I, I could set myself up than that. Yeah, with, so, the, with the pitchers dropping, McClanahan should easily be there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or if he's not, you're going to have a relevant pitcher just like him there. Right. As it stands right now, uh, NFBC ADP, there's no starting pitchers going in the top 15. So wow, Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I actually, uh, what was I listening to? Mi- mixed labor uh, draft on Sirius the other day. And they went through the first round, 15-team league, and no starting pitches were selected. Oh, Which is why the back end of the first round is also very nice. Andy, you're picking fairly late, right? Six. No, I'm six. Oh, you're sixth? Nick is 11. 11. Nick, 11. you're 11. So so what's your plan of attack there? Uh, hitter, hitter, I would like. Um, and then coming back, I'd like to do pitcher, closer, something of that sort. I want to get a third baseman. It's a position I need, I think. That you look at that third base, it drops off. So, so is outfield. So is outfield. It's not that deep this year. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. Wit. I would like Wit, but I don't think he's gonna make it. Machado's there. You get that turnaround. You got Austin Riley there. Uh, Mookie Betts. If he's there, eleven. That's a steal. Yeah, definitely. Yo, I love Mookie Betts. He's gonna be playing second base this year too. Second base. Yeah. Well, no, he's not because Miguel Vargas. Miguel Vargas is there. So, didn't he fracture his finger? He's already. He's already. Hairline, hairline fracture. He's already playing. And we're good. All right. All right. Nice. Andy, what's your plan? Uh, I'm hoping for probably Bobby Witt or Tucker at six. Tucker. Mother Unless Tucker. one of the American Mother Tucker. Unless one of those other guys, uh, like, well, I don't know, whoever falls. But I, I feel comfortable with that. I want to get some power speed in the first round. Outfield third base would be nice. No, we'll see what happens. Okay. Don't forget, outfield third, outfield third base is a nice combo there. Bobby Witt still holds sec, uh, shortstop also in the NFBC. Shortstop's so deep, though. Is it? It is. 
It is. Yeah. Third base. Third base, I'm going to keep with third base. Yeah, I'm drafting him as a third baseman. Even the prospects coming up. I mean, you watch Volpe today, Peraza, deep. Um, I mean, you got a lot of deep options. Tovar. All right. So do you want to talk me out of Trey Turner at the top? No, no absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> next, next subject. Trey, what Trey do you do, what do, you do guy, today? First thing, he got on base, he stole the base, and he scored on the ground ball. Come on. Yep. Does it all. Listen, while we're on the Phillies, a- Andy, Noah Song. So he's he's a Rule 5 pick. So if he doesn't make the team and stay on the team the whole year, they have to return him to the Red Sox. Um, so I, I guess he's going to come off the restricted list because they're saying that the Navy's going to allow him to play. Yeah, he's cleared. So I, I know this sounds stupid, but I I think the Phillies bullpen is a strength. I I, I don't I just don't know if there's innings for him there. He's certainly not going to be stretched out to start anytime soon, right? He could be your swing guy. He could be a swing guy. Yeah. Come in, mop up duty for a little bit, and then go from there. But. Now, he was a highly regarded pick by the Red Sox, and he always had this Navy commitment that stopped him. He's never thrown an inning. Like, you know, he's he's been never been able to go to camp and pitch, and now he's, he's free. It's free. It's free bird. Yeah, but, I, I mean, really no fantasy impact at all, right? No, no, it's not even worth talking about here. If anyone else was listening besides my wife – I'd say we can move on to the next conversation because do you, no one... do, you, do you think he could develop into a fifth starter down Absolutely. the road? Yes. Like, like you know, come yes. August, he's good Ooh. enough to yeah. get five, get five innings. I was like, buying his rookie cards years ago when he got drafted. Like I, I was very high on him. Uh, and I'm it's everyone in the industry is shocked that the Red Sox just let him go. Right. Well, it's just a concern because he hasn't played in an organized baseball game for what, three years? Does it matter? Means he I'm sure has less sure le- less tax on the arm. It's great. Wearing yeah, hair. It's fresh. Beautiful. Right. All right. So one other one other note on the, the Phillies I gotta bring up because I just can't let this go. Scott Kingery is on fire, bro. Come on, man. You're you're talking bust the jersey about out. You know, bust the listen, jersey out. Listen, I'm gonna bust the jersey out. But if you know he, he spent some time with Kevin Long, changed his swing. There's no chance in hell of this guy being fantasy relevant, so I'm probably wasting my time talking about him for 30 seconds. But he revamped his swing, freaking took took Aaron Nola deep in in, uh, in BP the very next day. Um, the the thing is that they just don't have anybody to platoon with Marsh in center field. None, you know, Edmundo Sosa and, and uh, What's his name? Josh Harrison. They can play the outfield. They can't play center field. Kangaroo can, so he may make the team. Even if he's wow. not on the forty-man roster, but he's he's wow. off to a good start in spring. He, he's a good defensive player. You know, he, he, he makes a lot of money for for a Lehigh Valley uh, Iron Pig. Oh, he got that. Uh, yeah, that was that was well done. That well, was he's the, saw- the, the Jonathan Singleton contract. Yeah, he he's a good <laughs> he's a good dynasty stash. You know they they could be in trouble if if uh, something were to happen to, to Marsh, and we all know Marsh has that massive hole in his swing, big strikeout, and terrible against lefty. So it's 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 definitely something that could go down. So all right, and, go ahead. No, I mean I thought you were going to talk about Nick Magical next. I mean we only have thirty minutes left in this thing here. Let's go. Yep, let's go. <laughs> Nick Magical, Scott Kingery. No, I, I, I'm looking. I'm looking at roster resource. There, there's a clear opening for Kangaroo to make the team. Yeah, they need. A, yeah, they. Because here's the thing, is they. They. I hope it changes this year. They don't allow Stott on on the diamond when when there's a left-handed pitcher up, and so he's out. That means Sosa or Harrison is already in. You know they got to deal with Bryce Harper being out. There's just so much. There, there's such a path for it. If there's either, not, if there's not a trade or something like that. Either way, the East is going to be a fun, fun race. Yeah. Do, do you think we can see mm-hmm. three teams? Yeah. Win a hundred games. Oh, I don't know. three teams in the play. Yeah. I don't keep know. It, keep in mind, th- there's an unbalanced schedule yes, this year, yes. and they don't. They used to play each other 19 times. Now I think it's 14. Uh, 
So they're playing more games against the crappy uh, Central. So it definitely could happen. It's never happened before. Three teams in the same division, obviously, but that's Still something I'm, I'm looking for. That would be pretty cool. I, I wonder what that parlay p- pays. <laughs> um, Andy, you you excited about the WBC? No, not at all. How can you no, not be? I'm not. I'm just not. I'm all about spring training. I'm glad that those guys get to go over and play in the thing for their country, and then we get to see other people get some time, and I get to see some you know, lower level players getting some at bats. No, I'm not. I don't know why. I just not. I don't know why. I'm just. Oh, uh, um, see, see, uh, no, number one, you segued into what I wanted to say, but I, I got, I got a little coin on, uh, uh on the Dominican Republic because that team is sick. Dude, it's basically, ta- it's basically take the Padres and the Astros, morph no. them together. And no, the I U- saw the U.S. The project- has no pitching. Their projected lineup has like Julio Rodriguez bat ninth. Yeah, Are you sick. kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's sick, and you could get plus plus two hundred uh, on the sport book, sports books for them to win it all. So, do it right now. <laughs> the U the U S is the second favorite, and they've already lost Nestor Cortez and, and Kershaw off of their uh, off of their their rotation. So they have no left handed starter right now, other than Kyle Freeland. So, what do you think that? Uh, Juan Soto is going to do in this in this tournament. <laughs> Speaking of Juan Soto, is he going to be a Met next year? That's possible. I wouldn't be or surprised. Or Otani. Yeah, one of those guys because Machado was off the board. Like it was so funny because I was in my in my uh, dynasty league trap and I was like, oh my god. I was like, I can't believe that the the Padres have this much money. And then some some guy in my uh, Philly fan goes, really. A Met fan really says that, really? So yeah, it, it was funny. Um, yeah, we're gonna get somebody next year, one of those guys. But, but Soto's making twenty three million next year. And you got five other guys making over a hundred million on that team. It's crazy, right? So anyway, the reason I brought up the the, uh, the World Baseball Classic and you kind of alluded to it is the St. Louis Cardinals are sending twelve players to the WBC. So they're going to be pretty thin in camp. So who do you think is going to get a lot of at-bats and a lot of run? Andy knows. No, go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Doing your- Jordan, Jordan Walker. Yep. Homer today. This guy's going to be in the lineup opening day, isn't he? Absolutely. I, I don't know. I think they're going to pull the Chris Bryant thing on him. Here's Maybe. why they won't, though. Here's why they won't. They changed the rules last year, so if he's on the if he's on the roster on opening day, and he finishes in the top three in the rookie of the year, they get a, will. they get yeah. a sandwich first round pick for that, yeah. which Seattle just got for Rodriguez because he met that criteria. So, so the, the the rule is if you're on the roster opening day, you get a full year. So not necessarily opening day, but you need a full year of service time. And you finish in the top five of the Cy Young or MVP, and or the top three of the the uh, Rookie of the Year, then they get um, a, a sandwich pick. And at the same time, too, if they fi- if a player finishes in the top two of the Rookie of the Year, regardless of how long they were on on the team, in that scenario, the uh, the player is granted a full year of service time. So if they bring Walker up two months in, three weeks in, whatever, he's still going to get credit for a full year of service time, which hurts the team down the road for arbitration if he finishes in the top two of rookie of the year, which I'm assuming we all think he would. I hear people. Okay, go ahead. You have Tyler O'Neill, Lars Newpar, Carlson, Yepes. Well, I think he's better than at least one or two of those. Well, let me tell you something I heard. That's not Newpar. No, new bar. What? Not what? New bar. He's a sleeper. I mean, the whole industry <laughs> knows that he's not. He's not he's, a sleeper. He's he, he, he's locked in. Plus, yeah, he went to dri- he went he went to driveline too, and he's like their biggest, like their best client. They're like thinking, hyping this guy up. The hype is yeah. real with this guy. But yeah. what I did hear is that they are in a Sarafield battle for Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill. In center field, which leaves Newbar on one side 
And Yepes is not playing the outfield. He's going to be DHing, and they're saying that Jordan Walker is going to Jordan Walker is going to get that spot. Um, but then I hear people saying that you know they might try to pull this thing, saying he needs time in the outfield because he's not an outfielder. So we'll see. I'm going to pull this I up. Think he's up. I think he's up. Yeah, I hope I so. Mean, I hope so. So, 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 what do you think about that in drafts now? Should, you know, we're we're drafting tomorrow. Should we draft as if he's on the roster day one? Yeah. So what you wait? Wait? You wait four weeks? Did, you draft him as a you draft as a bench option? Nick, did you ever? Did you ever watch Jordan Walker swing? He's a stud. I watched him today. You did? Okay. What do you? Stud. Who's he remind you of? And you're not going to say the same name oh. as me because you're young as hell. Oh. I can't. I know who I know who you're going to say too. Oh, who I, am I, gonna say? I cannot think of the name. I know no, what you're going to say. Jeff, you say Jeff, Jeff, when I watched him play in the, the Futures game last year, like I thought I was watching Dave Winfield. That's what I was That doing. was who you oh, said. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so locked in on it. Like, He's, I, what, I, six I, foot seven, too, I think. Yeah, Dave Winfield is six foot six, drafted three three sports. Like, he's a superstar. You know, but we'll see. Oh, but you don't realize that he played at Duke, too. He's very smart. He's he's a smart guy. Yeah. I I'm, I'm all in on Jordan Walker. Uh, the, the the draft I'm in with Lenny right now. He went in round 19 this morning, and that okay. was before that's before his moonshot today. <laughs> so, uh, I I don't know. I, I I think if you want this guy, you're gonna have to draft him basically as your third outfielder, and you're gonna have to look at him like round 14, round 15 right now. Yeah. I'll still draft Corbin Carroll over him any day of the week. Oh, so would I. Easily. I, I I've actually got him in a, bu- a bunch of my best balls. I just can't say no to him. 30, 40 steals. Yeah. What's, what's Corbin Carroll's ADP at this point? 70s, I think. Uh, 70s. Oh. And, he's go- and he's going higher. Yeah. If you want him tomorrow, if you want him tomorrow, you got to draft him in the 6th, 7th round. Yeah. Well, he's going 73rd. He's going 73rd. So he'll be, he'll be gone, gone by round 6. He's gone. That's round five. Yeah, seventy one. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and again, that that's a league that's risky. The, that you got to put a premium on the steals because of the overall. Yeah, it's risky. So that's why wit, that's why wit in the first rounds would be great. Even though everybody's stealing now. Yeah, your bags pick off rules. Good. What do, do you, you guys really think, think about so? these rules? Yeah, pick off rules. I I the, mind, two, the mindset. I I have two takeaways I, I, on this and. They might be hot takes, and a lot of people might disagree with me. But I, I think, number one, I don't think it's going to have that much effect because the distance difference is only 0.42% of, of distance. And how, how much does that really, really make a difference? I, you know, are, are you going to take an extra two-inch lead? I don't, I don't think it comes into play that much. It's not the dang that, bang throws though. It's gonna be, that might be it. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's the beauty of baseball being a game of inches. I know, and and that if, if it's a one inch play and you take take three inches away, all right, now now you're safe by two inches. You know what's the uh, craziest thing I saw about the rules today? I was watching uh, Scherzer, who's a you know you know just a, a student of the game. He just learns all the rules and just brings it to the thing. So. So I, uh, who was it? Uh, Michael Chavis, that scrub that I loved. Uh, he called timeout before Scherzer threw the pitch. So he gets back in the thing, and then Scherzer, he's not allowed to call timeout again. So Scherzer just sat there, holding his glove like this, waiting for Chavis, waiting to throw the ball. And Chavis sat in the box for thirty seconds, and he couldn't move. He couldn't call time. He had to stay there and wait for Scherzer to throw with one second left. I'd ruined your timing. It's just. Did you see what happened to him with uh, Karinchak? No. Karinchak asked for a new ball, and as he's toying with the new ball, clock's still rolling, and he uh, ran out of time. Oh, jeez. Stuff like that needs to be changed. Listen, I'm a big fan of the game shortening. So am I. The, the the games I watched yesterday, I felt the the, the pace was kind of kind of good. I enjoyed it. You mm-hmm. know, we all have crazy lives. I mean, you're over here exercising as you're talking to us. And, you know, we, we, we only had a, a half hour. We had a 28 w- minute window to get this in. So shortening the game is better for people like us, but yeah. I, I don't want to see any of this crap in the, in the, the playoffs. And 
I think they're just taking it too seriously. Like, I, I, I don't, my opinion is there shouldn't be any impact on the game. They should have a clock, but like, just find the team for every violation that there is. Don't, don't just ball and strike crap. Yeah, not they had a walk, they had a walk off clock. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. You say it, Ben's Jeff. I mean, playoffs is the atmosphere. Well, that's not going to happen in the playoffs. I, I think they're telling these umpires, call this by the letter of the law for spring training and let's see what it looks like. And now I I'm pretty sure that the front office basically saw what happened <laughs> yesterday in that game. And they're like, all right, well that can't happen ever again. We can't end the game on, on a pitch clock violation. Oh no, the pitch timer. You're not allowed to call it a pitch clock. It's a pitch timer. So I saw yes. Now they said during the actual games, during the regular season, you're not going to see the clock on the field. Yes, Network, if you look at their score clock, they actually had an exit pitch clock, the pitch count. They actually had a little tiny timer, and it doesn't go on until seven seconds. So you're not watching a full 15. Yeah. So that's not terrible. I, I, I just hope that they figure out a way to just not enforce this when when at key moments, especially like playoffs. In a playoff game, that's the best part of, of the game is – that moment, it, it, it's almost every moment in between pitches when the crowd's going wild with the towels and screaming. Yeah. Like, I live for that, you know, and you're going to say, oh, it, you can only do that for 14 seconds. Right? I don't know. That's just not for me. But going back to the stolen base thing, I, I really think that this is going to, the benefit for the, for the burners is going to be stealing third base. Now, when I played ball, I used to love stealing third base because everything's in front of you. You could see everything. The 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 although the catcher's throw is shorter, the pitcher's pickoff is longer to you. So that comes into play. That that's a much harder move for that pitcher to make. And if I could get dance around like an idiot on second base and get him to throw over once, I own him now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna steal third base left and right that's going to be easy so players that that are that are real burners that are your big time base dealers are going to take advantage of that a lot more and i think you see somebody you know like your trade turners and those guys and, and mateo um you're i think you're going to see them add 10 10 stolen bases easily yeah, mateo might not even have a job yeah won't be sold there today yeah so there you Just go stop plus, drinking uh, the plus, juice stop drinking the plus, juice plus 1200 al rookie of the year plus 1200 <laughs> Really not a bad bet, right? Not there. a bad bet. Five bucks, one hundred sixty-five bucks. Just saying. Yeah, I I just hate baseball futures because you wait, gotta wait freaking seven, eight months to get your money. Like I, I could have either multiplied or lost that money so many times over twelve by that point. <laughs> so, all right. Um, anybody else standing out to you? You want to talk about? I mean, the, the spring's underway. We've seen a couple of games, a couple of hot hitters today. I, you know, one guy I got my eye on is Kellenic. Oh God! Double donged. <laughs> but uh, listen, here's the thing: Kellenic was one one of the top five uh, at, at bottom five against the shift last year. Just like Nick was talking about Corey Seager, and he had a big day today too. So those are two guys that I'm looking at with the with the shift change. They're already off to hot starts. I'm I'm buying in, man. I'm buying in. Yeah, Corey Seager. I think I read CBS Sports had a stat. He hit in the shift 123 times. So take half of that. That could be a 30-point batting average, you know, increase. Yeah. Oh, and so so is this other guy that people are starting to hype up this year, even though I hyped him up last year. Here, his name is Rowdy Telez. I hyped him up last year. Yeah, he's on that People list. are starting to say, oh, he's going to break. What do you mean? He hit 30 home runs last year. We break out. Yeah, he might hit 50. Who knows? But, you know, he he's on a good side of a platoon. And he hits bombs, but you know, he broke out last year, not this year. Yeah. Yeah, he was a hell of a hell of a player. He what he hit 20, 25, 27 30. home runs, right? 30. 30. He went over 30. Yeah. He's a waiver wire ad in most in most cases. I had him in my leagues. Back yeah. up. Gotta get some, <laughs> gotta get something right, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got something right. Yeah. Mateo, I got Mateo. I got Mateo right. You did, last get Mateo. you did get Mateo right. You got lucky. What? Yo, he yeah. had thirty five home runs last year. 35. That's Rowdy. Sick. 35. Rowdy. He batted 219 because of the shift. So just say he bats 240. That's a huge up, up, uptick. It's a big boost. Yeah. Nice. Nick, Nick, is the uh, 
is the guitar riff in the back helping you with the the pace on your? Exercise? No, he stopped. He stopped moving. Stopped. He stopped I'm moving. Done. I'm done. All right, I was getting me dizzy, bro. Day, day one recovery from the stomach bug, so I'm not I'm not killing myself. Right. All right. So is Trevor Bauer blacklisted, or do we have a shot to see him once Ray once a, Rice once a team? Done. But do you you think once the first star pitcher on a good team blows their arm out and has to get TJ in spring training, you think that's the day he comes? Nope. Yeah, it's crazy because. No. I think it's done. But there's there's teams that are contenders that don't have to worry about the PR piece because they're in the middle of nowhere, like Minnesota, right? Nobody cares. All right, it's done. I'm over. Yeah, he is. I got to give up on Kingery. I got to give up on Trevor Bauer. Yeah, him and Clevenger. Him and Clevenger. He's sitting there freaking putting Clevenger's uh, Rasta dreads together. He ain't playing. But nobody's playing. saying a word about Clevenger. Yeah, he ain't playing. Trust me, he he's one A to Trevor Bauer. Yeah, you think so? Just because they're no. boys. Yeah, try, no, that the stuff I'm seeing on. No, yeah, he's play. like he might be an actual felon. Dude, you realize <laughs> that every single team can sign him to the minimum salary right now? Trevor Bauer, you can sign him for a minimum, and no one has. It's backlash. Now, now, now. Hear, hear me, you, this. Maybe <laughs> he's been in contact, had contact from 10, 12, 15 teams, and he's just waiting for the for the moment where that pitcher gets hurt and he's going to pick his spot. Maybe. Maybe he's in his 30s and doesn't want to go to spring training, but we all know he's working out every single day. And maybe I'll just let it go. <laughs> All right, Andy, you got any, uh, you know, dynasty stashes you want to tell me about or anything like that? Not right now? I mean, I, I've, I've been in dynasty drafts all all winter. So, I'm, uh, you know, we, got, we have a couple of dynasty leagues coming up and everything. Um, I, uh, I know that we have our uh, first-year player draft coming up in like a, a couple of weeks, but my favorite guy is Jackson Holiday, and he's going fifth, Ooh, sixth, yeah. seventh, I see. And do you realize that, like, I just watch him, and I just get the Trey Turley, Turner feeling that I had years ago when I drafted him, you know, first in, in the draft. And I, I just feel he's he's going to be awesome. I think he can do everything. So do you think that he's a future first-round pick in a fantasy draft? If I say he's going to be like Trey Turner, then he has to be. Yes. So, playing in playing in Baltimore too. Oh my God. So are we are we looking at say Kyle Tucker? That would be great. That would be great. I think with a better batting average. Wow. Did you see his his video game stats last year? He had like twenty seven walks and like fourteen strikeouts. Like the guy's a monster. Gets on base. You know, especially if your league is going on base, like one of our home leagues is next year, Jackson Holiday is the perfect candidate. It'll be on my team. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. What else we got? We got anything else intelligent to say or you want to get the hell out of here? Go draft Reed Detmers. Oh, good Lord. The no, six-man he... rotation, but a high strikeout. He hasn't strikeout that many, does he? Come on. He struck out five and two innings. Even though yeah, he played, it's... you know, double-A freaking ball, but... He's got a high strikeout potential. You're talking, you're talking about practice, bro. Practice. 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 My, my, <laughs> he threw no hitter. He threw no hitter last year. My my problem with him is, yeah, he threw no hitter, but out of nowhere, he, he he he's like a four or five inning type guy. Like he doesn't go deep because he throws a lot of pitches because of the control issues. And so many leagues are going to quality starts. Why did and, my wife just say she's never going to subscribe? What is that? What, I think that, that was man? your son. No, no. Oh, that's Damn. my son talking. Okay, yeah. that's my son. He's using yeah. it. Probably because I'm boring. Because yeah. I didn't do it. A jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the wheels fell off. We started off pretty good, and then, and then by the end, it's like, oh, no we're at 45 minutes. I we got, got this. <laughs> <laughs> Next show. Nice. Uh, Clark Schmidt for the Yankees. Looking good, just as Reed Detmers did. I was on him when he drafted the first round, then had – 
surgery. I, I'm a huge fan of his. His arm is awesome. I thought he was a possible closer candidate, but you know, I just think that he could emerge in the rotation. Yeah, that's another thing with the Yankees. I I like Clay Holmes, but I don't think he's for some reason. I think he could he could lose that uh, role. Lasagna. He might sneak in there. Loizic, oh. however you want to say his name. I think he could sneak some saves in there. You got Clay Holmes. And Boone's already said Holmes is going to be the uh, the eighth inning guy if you're playing the heart of the order. So I guess he's I still think Holmes get there. the most. I still think Holmes gets, gets the, most the most saves. I think he gets 20 to 30 this year. What's uh, Michael King's uh, status? He's he's fully healthy, I believe. He will emerge, too. Trust me. I bet you he steals some. Stud. He's a stud. I bet you he steals some, uh, some saves for sure. Yeah, he uh, the Yankees were hurting when he went down. It was obvious. Okay. All right. Who else you got? Thanks, buddy. Yeah. You happy about Shea Lang- Langoliers looking good today? Always. Yeah. You know, that, that whole, there's going to be so many different values in Oakland. You know, you have to watch, you know, you have SC Ruiz. Yes. He had A5 steals last, last year. Mm-hmm. So, so can you draft him and just expect 40, do you think? Even if you get 30. Still great. He's going to He's going to, you know, he's going to start in center field. Andy, do you think this is the year that Jesus Aguiar is finally, uh, you know, worth worth rostering in fantasy? He's always been with, He's always been. I always liked him. You know, he's and he's been a bench option. But now, now he's going to be a cleanup hitter on a crap team. But he's going to be out there. He may get 550 at-bats this year. I always liked him. You know, he always did well in Florida. I liked him. Um, and now he's going to play with, you know, he could get traded in midseason, which could change the value, including with uh, their, their closer, Trevor May. He could get traded at the deadline, too. So there's a lot of things. Uh, Oakland's going to be stuff moving all over the place, but there's always going to be some uh, thing that emerges as value. Yeah, one one guy I really am, am intrigued with on Oakland, yeah, is Fujinami. Man, he has to be called Mount Fuji. This dude could touch a hundred, man. Like the, these guys that come over from Asia, they always. Do you know why always, he went to Oakland? They always pop off the top, man. They look good up front because. Do you know why he went to Oakland? Tell me. Uh he was uh, Oakland was the only team that would guarantee him a starting rotation spot. I mean, they guarantee you a starting rotation spot. Elmer. I still got it, man. I'm just warming up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, but uh, his stuff is nasty, and uh, he could be a, a sleeper. He's, but, he's a bench-round guy. I mean, is is there a chance at 170 strikeouts out of this dude? Yeah. I mean, for the bench rounds? Absolutely. Damn, I'm in. I can't go wrong. Especially, especially if you're in a quality start league and not wins. I mean, obviously you're worried about the wins because the team's steaming hot trash. Terrible, right? Horrible. All right, all right. Anybody else we're popping off on this week, or we'll wait till next week and uh, actually have a script and be organized with that. Hopefully, Jason Dominguez crushes some more home runs. He's got zero chance at making the team, though. Right? Oh, zero! Oh. But it's awesome to see. I hope he freaking pushes it this year. I'd rather see him play over Hicks right now. Yeah, yeah. You you want him to pop off so that you could trade trade him for Otani? <laughs> I'm shaking your head, bro. He's coming to the Mets, bro. Yeah, that's Cohen's, Cohen's guy. Up. He's gonna open it up. That's Epler's guy. Epler's it's a done deal. Guy. It's a done deal. Um, yeah, I, I I know I know Epler and him have a connection, and I I know Cohen's got the bags, but he's the perfect player for the Yankees. Oh my God! Yeah, he's they the tried absolute. for him. They tried for him last um, last trade deadline. Yep. They made an attempt, but went nowhere. Obviously. So Yankees going to start uh, Oswald Cabrera. Peraza, Peraza, Peraza short. Yeah, Glaber second. Peraza short. Yeah, Peraza. That's a super sleeper. He's going way deep, and he's a he's a starter with twenty steal potential. Tar- so, I'm, so we're going. Peraza's going to get the job. Yeah. So what's going to happen? Know. What's what's going on with your plus twelve hundred? Uh, third base. Uh, third base. Third base. Okay. Tell Donaldson to get out. No. He makes too much money. Or are you he just does. assuming an injury somewhere? No, but you know, 
Open up the pocketbook. Let him go. All right. Eat your cost. Does Aaron about- Hicks get? Does Aaron Hicks get ten home runs this year? Yes. It's all about just, the masturbator, bro. Just masturbator. Just it's all about the masturbator. Dude, I'm in. I'm in love with Bader, man. He's you. Getting, he's, he's getting good. drafted as like, like two hundred, an outfield five. He's like, in the middle ridiculous. one of the best line. He's in the middle one of the best lineups. His ADP is one sixty seven. This guy might bat lead off for the Yankees and bat in front of Aaron Judge. How many years have I been on him? Like, How many years? Got power and, he, and he's healthy. How many years have I been on him, Jeff? Uh, too many. I'm all yeah, about the you? masturbator. Yeah. My Holy son's watching. Healthy, <sighs> My I mean, son's watching. Oh, but that—that's a formal title, <laughs> Master. Just the same as Mister. <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> In my head, I did something wrong. <laughs> Speaking of head, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Yo, Nick, you missed it, bro. I, t- I talked about uh, waking up in the middle of my colonoscopy. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when you lost the viewer. Yeah, yeah. We had two at the time, and then one dropped. That maybe it was Jeff's wife. She dropped. <laughs> no, we're, I mean we're 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 fifty one minutes in here, and we still got four people watching. Hey, Is one of you, Nick? It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's roll. Let's get, get uh, come back. Here. Nothing intelligent yeah. to add. We could talk we'll about uh, talk about our draft starting tomorrow. We'll go watch Paw Patrol. Paul, your kids are asleep. Why are you watching Paw Patrol, bro? She's still she's still awake. Oh God! Ooh, good luck with the that. The twins, the twins are down. All right, you're you're going to you're going to watch Paw Patrol. You're going to put your son to sleep. I'm probably going to watch some murder shows and box of wine. That box wine. <laughs> TGFBI. <laughs> All right. Good luck, guys. We'll All right. Talk. We'll talk. Definitely. Peace. Right. Right. See you. Thanks, guys.